Welcome to the Kankle Fritz and Friends podcast. And hey, it's Kankle Fritz, and here's my friends. Sally. And Misty. And here's highlights from today's show. So spending just an hour less on your phone each day can dramatically reduce stress, make you feel better, just overall improvement in life. We're just curious if you've ever tried that. Uh, I'll we'll just admit, that's not easy. You know, we have that thing with us all the time. Josette is with us from Texas. How about you? I have two littles. I have a two-year-old and a two-month-old. And I noticed a lot of the time when I would get overwhelmed, I would jump off my phone. And it made my kids react negatively, especially my two-year-old. She would start getting more, that's her coughing in the background. She would get more needy and attention grabbing. And it would make the whole situation really frustrating. And so I finally was like, okay, I'm just going to put my phone away for the day. I have an Apple Watch, so if someone texts me or calls me, I can see it. And if it's important, I'll get it. If it's not, I can leave it alone. And it's completely changed our family. We're happier. I'm definitely happier. Oh, that's good. I wonder <laughs> if our children notice we're ignoring them. It sounds like they no, do. they mm-hmm. definitely do. My two-year-old, if... She's gotten in the habit where she would be like, mama, mama, or daddy, daddy. And if we're on our phone and, you know, you tune into your phone, it got to the point where when we would call her name, she would ignore us because Mm. she had gotten used to being ignored herself. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. That's insightful. I feel the overpower of conviction right now. Right? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about putting down the phone because... It's just as little as one hour less on the phone per day. You're going to have less anxiety and stress. Just talking about different ways that we can do that. Gerald is on the phone with us. What, how about yourself? I shut off my notices before the kids get off the bus on Friday. That way I get no notices or updates for any social media site. And I use my text messaging back and forth between my wife and I to, to put notes on and my chore list for the weekend. Uh-huh. That way... It communicates to her whether I did something or not. Oh. I'll, do, I'll type it out in the morning, too, yeah. and at the end of the day, I'll, t- I'll type out what I finished so she'll see what, what I did and what I didn't do. But I don't want my kids to, to feel like there's a third person in the room that's always taking my time. I never thought of temporarily shutting off the notifications. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, I like it. It, it makes it so much easier because trying to ignore your phone is really hard. But right. if you shut off your notifications, even just for the night or for the weekend... You don't have to have that willpower. It does it for you. Yeah. Well, I think that the new focus feature on the iPhones is really helpful. At first, it drove me crazy, but as I've delved into it, yet you can select a lot of those kind of options to quiet your phone. Mm-hmm. You can schedule it sort of yeah. like mm-hmm. between these yeah. hours. Yeah. I do it accidentally a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when when we were kids, we didn't have this kind of technology. We can live without it. True. We, oh, wait a yeah, second. We, we, we can live without technology? What? what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but people are kind of grumpy right now. <laughs> the mm-hmm. pandemic, everything that's going, gas prices, and, you know, it's like recently I was, I was at a, a doctor's office and talking to the nurse and when we got done, she was so thankful for some reason that I was nice to her. I Maybe it's because people have had to wear masks in the office. People are upset with her. I don't know. But she was like, literally told me she was considering changing careers. Mm. That's not good. No. Yeah. 
be nice to those who are helping you. I had Absolutely. to go to a doctor's appointment recently, and when I walked to the door and checked in, she said, oh, no, did nobody call and tell you that your doctor called in sick today? We have to reschedule you. And I looked at my phone, and sure enough, there was a message, but my phone had been on Do Not Disturb, and so I didn't receive it. And I said, oh, yeah, you did. I just, my phone was on silent, and so I didn't get it. Not a big deal. Yeah, let's reschedule. She said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I cannot believe that you had to come all the way in only to find out your appointment was canceled. And I said, I mean, it's not a big deal. You tried to alert me. It's my fault. I didn't check the phone. Right. I didn't see the message. No, no, no. I'm so sorry that you didn't get the message. And I said, really, it's not, we can reschedule. It's not a big deal. And we went back and forth like that for about five times. And you could tell she was just expecting me to completely unleash on her. And we rescheduled. I Everything was fine. And she just kept apologizing and apologizing. And on my way out the door after we had rescheduled, I was perfectly cordial. And she said, again, I am so sorry you were, you were inconvenienced. I said, really, it's not a problem. And it just kind of let me know what she is dealing with because the reaction she was expecting is probably yeah. the reaction she's typically getting. And I thought, man... It's not good. They gotta be nice. Right. Exactly. Especially as a follower of Christ. Yeah. You know? And somebody who's helping you at that. Why are we being cruel to people who are... I mean, the healthcare profession has been through it the last couple That's of true. years. They have shown up for us. Absolutely. You know, I recently was in a similar experience with my doctor face-to-face during my um, exam. And at the end, she said... Thank you for being so kind. And I, again, like you, I was you were like, kind of shocked. Like, well, wouldn't I be? About? And she's, yeah. then she kind of opened up and said, "Well, I'm working 75 hours a week, oh seeing this many patients, and I just can't make all the time needs even meet up. And I just want you to know how I appreciate your patience." And I was same thing. I was I was shocked. I was like, "Well, aren't all patients patient?" Patience, patience. Yeah, so I was like, oh, bless your heart, you know. And uh, she's a believer, so we actually ended praying for each other. Oh, good. Yeah, I had no idea the pressure she was under. Well, hey, if you uh, have you've noticed the same thing, if you got a take on this, love to hear from you. Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine seventy six. You can text us at five eight three two. Hey, this is Dave Frack from Sidewalk Province. I don't know if you knew, but Family Life Radio is one hundred percent listener supported. So by giving, you're helping people find a place to have hope and truth invested in their lives. You're also keeping this amazing station on the air. So thank you for giving today to Family Life Radio. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. Hey, if you've got good news, we got to hear your story. What is God doing in your life? Here's that number, 888-888-9976. James is with us. Tell us what's going on. I've been listening to you guys' station for about a year now. And this station, I truly believe, has motivated me through some of the toughest times that I've had. And just Wednesday night, I had a heart attack. Oh, Mm. wow. I I was able to come home Friday morning. And one of the first things I wanted to do was listen to this station because it's a God-inspired station. Mm. And just as soon as I can, I'm going to try to send this station a donation because it's very inspirational and motivational and helping me 
through some of my tough times. Well, thank you so much for wanting to do that. That's very kind of you. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. So how are you doing now? Uh, actually, I passed away on the table. I thank the Lord for sending me back. He realized, well, your work ain't finished yet. Wow. I've got some things to do, and uh, I'm going to prioritize the things I need to do for the Lord because I used to have a saying, I thank God for every day. I had to change that. Now I thank God for every second. Mm. It's good. But you guys keep continue to do what you do. I, I got up one morning and couldn't get the station. For some reason, I went in a panic. But when I got in my truck, got ready to go to work, you guys was on. I said, thank God. Good. An end-of-life experience can bring a lot of clarity. And for you, it helped you realize, I guess, how much you, you needed Family Life Radio. Yes, sir. I, I needed you. And I guess other people tune in, they'll, real, they'll realize just how much God inspired this station is. Thank you for your kindness in calling us. Yeah. I'll be praying that your recovery continues to go smoothly. Amen. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys for all y'all doing. May God continue to richly bless you guys. Oh, thank you. Shannon Breen. She's the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Women of the Bible Speak, anchor on Fox News as well. She's uh, got a show called Fox News at Night. We've got Shannon with us this morning. So Shannon, your book, The Women of the Bible Speak, which by the way, I'm glad that they are speaking, (laughs) was a New York Times bestseller. So why the new one, Mothers and Daughters of the Bible Speak? Well, we look at some of the same women, but you meet a whole bunch of new women, and we're looking at family relationships, which, hello, that can be some of the most complicated stuff that goes on in our lives. And some of these relationships are really positive. You know, you see Jochebed and Miriam, this mother and daughter who work together to defy their oppressors of the day and be very brave and courageous and save and preserve the life of Moses, which of course was instrumental to everything that happened to the nation of Israel. But we also meet people who are a little flawed, which, listen, I love that the Bible includes flawed. I'm flawed. I need forgiveness every day. And if God only used perfect people, there'd be nobody in the Bible. So we do look at the flawed relationships, too. I mean, we look at Rebecca, who shows us some things you might not want to do as a mother with her two sons. So we look at pairs who also aren't related by blood, but maybe by marriage, Naomi and Ruth. And the idea of spiritual mothers and daughters with Elizabeth and Mary and others model relationships for us that we can find supportive and sort of a mentor-mentee kind of thing. So I think family can come together in a lot of different ways. So we we look at those relationships for the good and the bad in this book. The mothers and daughters of the Bible speak. Yes, it's encouraging they are speaking to each other, that they spoke to each other. Uh, Shannon Bream is with us. You may have seen her on Fox News. Uh, She's got a show called Fox News at Night. And uh, Shannon's a follower of Christ. And she wrote this book. And Shannon, this book isn't just about mothers and daughters. But you're talking about daughters of fathers as well. Talk about that. But really what it taught me more about was looking at this relationship and how we could be, you know, in better relationship to father and daughter, because Michael was sort of just viewed as this bargaining chip for Saul. Like he used her in multiple ways to get things done. He wanted to do to get to David. And you see later on in their story, how he just trades her off to another man who decides that should be her husband. And we never see any relationship between Michael and Saul where he is. I think his daughters, we want to think our dad is the one guy in the world who's going to protect us and stand up for us. And if someone wrongs us, he's going to be the first guy to show up. I mean, I was lucky enough to have two dads and that I had a wonderful stepfather too. And they both always made me feel like I was valuable as a young woman. I mean, my stepdad, no lie, when people would come to pick me up for a date, which was a whole FBI vetting process to get to that. But he was always <laughs> cleaning his guns when they came. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
You know, like he was sending the message like, my daughter is valuable and I love her and you better not harm a hair on her head. And the sad thing oh. is Michael never got that from Saul. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we can learn from the bad things and the bad relationships in the Bible uh, as well as the good or they wouldn't be in there. You've probably seen her on Fox News. It's got a show called Fox News at Night. Shannon Bream is with us. She's written the book, The Mothers and the Daughters of the Bible Speak. And hey, just curious personally, Shannon, uh, you said you grew up in a in a Christian home, but was there a point or something happened that where you really realized I'm giving my heart to the Lord? There was a point in seventh grade when I was at church camp, because you all know a church camp. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me, like, yes, I believe I believe all this stuff, but like I have to personally accept Christ and commit my life to him and say, all right, this is yours. I believe you're my savior. You cover my sins. And if we're going to do this life journey together with me choosing you as my Lord and Savior. So that made it, you know, the real personal commitment. I, I realized that, yes, I believe all this stuff and I love Sunday school and the Bible stories and all of that. But do I really accept it for my life and accept and commit to Christ? And so that was the middle school. And, you know, that's such a tough time for kids anyway. But I say I'm a work in progress. I have valleys and mountaintops like everybody else. I think all of us realize like we're never going to be perfect in this world, not even close. But we're on this journey and hopefully growing and maturing and walking with Christ and trusting him and knowing him. And in that, finding the love of obedience to him and making wiser decisions. That's what I ask for wisdom and discernment and the willingness when I don't feel willing to do uh, the right thing and make the right choices, like make my heart willing. So it's a journey. Make my heart willing. I think we all need work on that area sometimes. I'm just curious if, if you've never done that before, given your heart to him, and maybe you don't quite understand what we're talking about. We'd love to talk to you. You can call us right now. 888-888-9976. More with Shannon is coming up. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Joy. Family Life Radio, it's Kankle Fritz and Friends. Hey, can you think about what's bringing you joy? We want to hear your joy report. At 888-888-9976, Britt is with us. First of all, Britt, so sorry about your dad's passing. Thank you. And just before he passed away, he accepted Jesus. Oh, praise God. How did that happen? He was in hospice, and the day before he passed, we explained, you know, about Jesus and just said, you know, we're going to pray with you. And that's when he accepted. Wow. It's never too late, right? Mm. Never too late. Never give up hope on somebody because you never know. How beautiful. That's great news. Yes, it is. Hey, that must make you just have total peace knowing where he is. Yes, it does. It helps with the grieving process, knowing where he's at. It helps me. You know, I lost my dad over 10 years ago. And knowing that he is having the time of his life makes me not want to wish that he was here with me. Because selfishly, I wish he was. Yes, I hear you on that one. I'm the same way. But at the same time, I would never wish him back. Exactly. And and that's why. It's like, well, why would I want to take my dad back from heaven? That's pretty selfish, you know? But and I'm uh, sorry about your dad as well. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Well, you have a wonderful day. Thanks for sharing. You too. Absolutely. She's the host of Fox News at Night. She's written the book Mothers and Daughters of the Bible Speak. We're talking with Shannon Bream. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. So, Shannon, I'm just curious. What is it like being a follower of Christ in the media? 
find it incredibly comforting because I think with the things that we cover, sometimes it is so difficult not to be emotional about like what we're seeing in Ukraine. And I think it's okay, you know, to be emotional. This is bad news and it's tough to see the images. We're in an era where because of social media, everybody can uh, immediately live, you know, stream whatever's right in front of them and happening as long as those communications devices haven't been disabled, which is always something the enemy wants to do because they don't want you to see what's happening on the front lines. But this is different because we're seeing, unfortunately, the bodies of dead children and pregnant women and horrible, horrible things. So to me, I don't know how you do this job without some greater faith and something that this is not the end. This is not the final word. God is very aware of our suffering. He is in the midst of it. There are believers all through Ukraine and Russia and all through that region who are praying for peace and are praying for protection. And that's all I feel like I can offer them to. I mean, we can give to relief efforts and they're amazing faith-based and other groups that are there. But I know that the most powerful thing I have to give is, you know, the prayers that I pray. And so I don't know if you cover all these things. We lost two of our colleagues and and one of our reporters, Benjamin, is still in a very, very tough place physically. And I'm sure mentally because of what he went through in losing those two colleagues. So short of having a faith outside of that, I don't know how you could do any of the difficult jobs that we all do. I think sometimes I just have to say, um, I got to start the morning, you know, putting on the armor and saying, get me ready for the day. But sometimes I just have to stop and say, this is too difficult to do. Help me to get through this. And please be with these people who are enormously suffering. That's Awesome. Shannon Bream wrote a book, Talk the, the Mothers and Daughters of the Bible School. Hey, sure hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to learn more about the show, just go to myflr.org. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.